Hello and welcome back beyond the sofa. I'm Peter. Dave is away. He's somewhere in Ireland, possibly Gallifrey. So joining me beyond the sofa this evening, without hope, without witness and without reward, is our friend Jono Park from Zeusplug. Without reward? Yeah, sorry. Really? Yep. <laughs> oh, now you tell me. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'll let you down gently. Welcome Hello. aboard, Jono. Thanks. Lovely to be here. Well, of course, it's not been so long ago because um, we guested on on Zeus Plug a mere weeks ago. It was about a fortnight ago, mm. wasn't it? Uh, and Jono was very generously um, returning the favour. So, Jono, you've, you've heard our format. Um, so I'm going to start by asking you, how was your week? My week was, was great. I've been flying around all over the place. I was in um, Melbourne on Sunday. Mm. Uh, so I watched the last episode whilst in transit, which was quite interesting. Um, on, on the plane? Uh, no, just before the plane. So in the lounge and found a little, a little nook away from everybody to watch, which was great. Um, and then, yes, was in Melbourne for, for literally a day and then uh, flew down to Christchurch today for work and back again and managed to squeeze in another rewatch of, of episode 12. It's getting harder and harder to find time to actually sit down and watch the episodes more than once. <laughs> um, it, sounds, it sounds mad. Yeah. So, but but what, what good fortune that there's nothing left to watch for, for a while. I know. It's gone very mm. quickly, hasn't it? Like, but, the, but then you think about the pilot. That seems like ages ago that we were watching that. Has. And you? Oh, yeah. Okay, so me. Uh, well, I've been sick. Uh, so, you know, I filled my weekend well. Um, <laughs> yeah, a couple of days off work with um, with a chest infection. But it did enable me to watch both episodes twice, which is a first for for almost all of the new series, no. um, certainly for this year. So I did that. Um, the first time I watched The Doctor Falls uh, was actually interrupted by my dad giving me a call some exciting news. Um, I became a great uncle for the second time over the weekend. Wow. So shout out to my niece. You became a great uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the second You're time. You're so young. Thank you. <laughs> I intend to stay that way, but you know. <laughs> um, so he, he called up right in the middle of the doctor's falls to, to tell me that, even though, you know, God bless you, Dad. Facebook bit you by two days. Uh, and, mm. um, and so I... I uh, that sort of at what point was it which part of the episode was it? it wasn't a big big moment was it no it wasn't it was the builder oh crikey i couldn't really, couldn't tell you but i but it had a had a knock on effect to the ending because there's something weird with our recorder um that when you um when you pause it and then resume it sometimes it'll do a little dance and no. uh, fast forward no. <laughs> we'll see where will bloody vodafone top boxes whatever ah. yeah where did it jump to, not to right to the very end? No, not right to the very end. And, and actually, the missus was, was pausing it for me. So I think she also may have skipped past it a little bit. Uh, so miscued it. So there's a jarring scene where I did think to myself, how did the doctor get there? <laughs> Where's Bill gone? Oh, no. Oh. It, was, it was just a minor scene, you know. Uh, who's, that, who's that man in the snow? Oh, not that one. Why is Rose um, there? Rose? What? <laughs> And uh, and and the other thing, uh, even though I have been, um, this is who related. Even though I have been somewhat um, ridden over the last couple of days, I've started on a project I've wanted to do for a while. So um, models, uh, yes, yes, models. God, <laughs> you might want to talk about them. skipping yeah. to the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not the model you're thinking, but maybe the model you need. 
Um, and it's uh, it's it's a cardboard model of of J Grubb's General Store. You, yeah, I'll just let that sink. You in. lost me. <laughs> okay, so it's 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 the General Store in the Tides of Time that the Doctor busts into at the very beginning. Sorry, the Tides of Time, the Iron Legion. Oh, yeah, and it reappears in. Um, uh, the Stockbridge Child. So it's part of the Stockbridge universe village. Yep. Yeah, and um, and and I just had some sort of well, like I'll, I'll blog on it sometime. Um, but I'm really <laughs> I'm really happy with it so far, and uh, that's as sad as things have got this week. How how big um, is this shop? It's going to be to scale with my figures. So they're about twenty eight millimeter scale. These are Harlequin uh, Doctor Who figures or Crooked Dice, whichever ones uh, used to make them. Um, so they'll fit the old scale. The new scale that Warlord figures make, now they're bigger and they'll probably tower over the shop frontage. <laughs> they need their own shop. But it, they need their own shop, but, you know, um, I love a little shop. And uh, when it's finished, I'll post pictures. Sounds great. And there we are. Yeah. So, anything else to add? No. Let's, let's rip, into, rip into the end. Let's sharpen our razors, because tonight we are going to talk about World Enough and Time, as well as The Doctor Falls, mm. and uh, we'll, we'll just get to it. Um, World Enough and Time, Jono, what did you think? I really loved this. I, I really thought that it was super creepy, um, mm. unexpected. I didn't really expect, I think, the story to go the way it was. I completely didn't get that Razor was John Sim. At all, <laughs> up until probably halfway through his little bit with Missy at the end. Yep. The only thing, and I, so many people have said this, so it's probably just, you know, record going round and round again. Knowing the ending before the episode mm. happened, so knowing that the Mondasian Cybermen were coming back, knowing that the Master was coming mm. back, um, mm. just really sort of sucked the air out of it at the end, I thought. It was, it was yeah. 43 minutes of glory and two minutes of like, ah, oh, right. Oh, okay. Yep. So what's happening is what yeah. we thought was going to happen. Um, and, you know, the Cyberman Bill thing, which I guess we'll get onto with the Doctor Falls, but at the time felt very much like, well, this is this is kind of Danny Pink, isn't it? It kind of feels a bit like that. So I don't know. I just, those sort of triple triple cliffhanger that you had at the end, just, it, yeah, it it didn't quite hit. But everything before it, was superb. I thought I loved it. Yes, yeah. he loved it. Yeah, I'm with you. Really atmospheric. It really built the sense of dread in there. Um, pain and pain, pain. <laughs> I watched it with Junior, and I had to sort of <laughs> embellish it. <laughs> so he was saying, "Is he saying pain?" And I said, "No, no, pay." He's saying pay. Is, is he saying kill me? No, uh, heal me, heal me. He's saying. Heal. I'm a bad father, and yet I like to think I'm a good father at the same time. And what does the last one say? It's like, die me, die me. As yeah, well. tie, tie me. Tie me, mm, tie, tie, me. Me. tie me. my shit. Yeah, yeah. tie me. Possibly, possibly why me at the end, who knows? <laughs> that, that seemed to be enough, and, and we didn't have any bad dreams, which I was really quite glad um, for the for the following week, because it was grim stuff. Yeah. It was no mistake. Uh, we've talked about this on Beyond the Sofa a few times, Dave and I, the sort of the spectre of post-war Britain as part of the skeleton of Doctor mm. Who. 
and the world of the bottom floor. It's 1960s Britain. Yeah. It's so many of these grim, damp terrace houses, which I'm actually sort of building in cardboard at the moment because <laughs> that's what this shop is. <laughs> so I'm seeing them everywhere. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the suggestion of rationing of, you know, smoke-filled streets. Mm. It's, it's rich. And to put the Mondasian Cybermen in that is just brilliant. It, it's what Big Finish did or alluded to in Spare Parts as well. Mm. But they absolutely suit that world. Yeah, it was very, and just just that whole sort of, you know, like the very sort of, the the, the nurse and that quite sort mm. of retro outfit and the and all yeah. the doors being those kind of hinged, sort of polished wood yeah. doors and, the, and lots of yes. just very, very sort of clinical, yeah, very hospital, r- yeah. real real old school hospital vibes. It was just, yeah, which, yeah. which just added to the the weirdness and the creepiness of it. I've got to say, direction, fantastic. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Rachel Talalay's direction. Would it be fair to say that Rachel Talalay is the new series' best director? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I think so. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> she is the go-to. One day, she's going to do a movie for Marvel or DC, I think, mm. or, or you know, for, 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 for Disney or, or Warner Brothers, and everybody will forget Tank Girl. <laughs> and... And by crikey, she'll make a stonker of a movie. Mm. It'd probably be Disney. Um, what, what, what did I have? See, see I so I just rudely before the the show, um, John, I asked you to find three things that really stood out and a question for this episode. So, have you exhausted any of those? I've yet? got a question, um, mm. but it'll pro- I'll probably leave it till after the Doctor Falls, which actually is more just of a question of the Capaldi era. Oh, my, should I just say it now? Uh, the Capaldi era as a whole, I thought there was like a big little um, clue for future episodes in Series 9, and it only just came to me. Do you remember in, like, Under the Lake or Before the Flood, it was one of the two, and the mm. Doctor's talking to the person who either was from Unit or had something to do with Unit or knew of the Doctor, oh, and says yeah, something like, like Harold Saxon and Torchwood and blah, 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 and the Minister of War. Mm. And it was like, don't tell me any more about it. I don't know about that. Uh, mm-hmm. I that never came back up again, did it? No, no, it didn't. I I think I've seen that sort of mentioned the past week or so as mm. well. And maybe it never maybe will. It will. Maybe it's just like a gift to Chris Chibnall if he wants it to, you know, run with it. But yeah, um, wondering yeah. whether that was just I don't know, forgotten or dropped or yeah, who knows? But anyway, it's the nightmare child of the Moffat era. Yeah. Uh, so mm. sorry, random off off um, shoot, but that was just an interesting one. Um, I for, for this episode, I mean, so much of it is answered in the following episode, I guess. Um, mm. But I just I, I I can't speak high enough of it. I loved that time dilation. Is it dilation? Mm. Um, That's my three. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, that idea is brilliant, and the way that it was done with the the TV screen that sort of moved at a snail's pace. And jumping mm. back into that, that was another beautiful piece of direction where you sort of jumped back up to the top of the ship via the TV, which was lovely. I just thought that was brilliant. And, the, and it's stayed in my brain because I keep on sort of thinking, okay, well, if they've gone down, and they've spoke about it in the Doctor Falls this week, that if you go back up again, everything is going faster behind you, so you can never go back to, yeah, it's, it's, it's mm. mind-bending. Um, but what a great idea. And only used now, you know, 54 years 
yeah. into the series. It's only really something that's sort of come up now. <laughs> there's, there's quite a lot in the two episodes that have been used before. Yes. A lot of lines. <laughs> but... Did you guys just like this quick, what doctor's oh line God. can we chuck in from somewhere? <laughs> yeah. In fact, one twice. I hope someone's getting a credit for this. <laughs> well, who was it that wrote um, oh, Terence Dix, Five Doctors? I mean... Yes, yeah, Uncle Terence, yeah. God bless him. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I, I had that as my three. A, f- a fantastic concept. Well done, Junior Moffat, for um, for um, bringing that yes. in. I thought it rather telling that once we'd sort of really dispensed with that concept, uh, the story didn't hold itself together as well. But we're, we're, we're jumping ahead. Mm. Uh, my two was The Master. Um, like you, Jono, I didn't spot Razor until he appeared in the room with Missy and I thought, uh, oh yeah, that's right. John Simmons going to be in this, yeah. but I was sort of setting myself up for him to just sort of you know open a door and there he is, rather than you know him being there all the time. And what a bastard! Yeah, ten years of it. Um, ten years of, of um, well, again, Dave and I sort of talked about this in our master episode where we sort of both argued that he's a he is a he's a seductive villain, and this is this is seduction. It's not seduction in a lurid way um but in a very insidious friendship way and my god what a betrayal mm. it's just um and he really hammers just, it home in in the doctor falls as well like literally just blatantly yeah, comes does. out and says 10 years i stuck with you but it's worth every second because look at you now kind of thing mm. it's just utterly cold yeah, what a praise on <laughs> <laughs> in contrast um, missy was Mercurial, you couldn't. I, I couldn't get a, a handle on her in this episode, and in, in, in uh, world enough in time as to where she was going. Mm. Um, when she sort of starts with her vamping, and sort of big wink and, and, and everything, I'm thinking, oh god, here we go again. I'm not a not a Missy fan, but towards the end, I thought, nah, this is really interesting. Mm. This is this is where I would like it to go, uh, and uh, was interested to sort of see where it was going next how did you i i honestly think the whole vault missy thing mm. was a bit of a dud um and yeah, felt a yeah. little bit it's, like i mean i'm not sure if you guys talked about this in much detail but just the idea of the, those sort of episode endings where you suddenly they it's like the doctor and her talking and she's shedding a tear which happened a few episodes in a row i think mm-hmm. and it just felt like it was kind of crammed onto the end of the episode with no real build up or reason to be it's just like oh the missy's turning good but nothing to show why like that even the whole thing where yeah. she's put into the vault in the first place i don't think we still know how that happened or why it happened that i just think that was just an utter i mean we had so much fun on ceasefire every week with the game what's in the vault and yeah. if it had just been it's missy i think it's like oh seriously <laughs> we, had, we had much better suggestions Where's my 10th Planet episode four meta thing? It's actually in the vault, but it's not. Yeah, no, that never happened. I think I saw on on Twitter someone had done a picture of what's in the vault and the the Doctor opening the door, seen from inside the vault, and there's a Mondasian Cyberman playing the piano, (laughs) which is marvellous. I'd go along with that. I think there's been quite a lot of of describing rather than doing Mm. in this. Um, You know, we're told... That um, that Missy is changing her ways, but I but Michelle Gomez has played it so uh, so tissue thin that I never bought into it, uh, and yet I could buy into. You know, I I just couldn't 
God. <laughs> I didn't want either um, way to go. You know, you, you sort of want Missy to be good, but you don't want Missy to be good because that ruins the master. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's, it just kept me going, which is really surprised me. Yeah. I think she, I mean, I, I adored the master Missy stuff in The Doctor mm. Falls. And I thought that their ending, that great bit, it was probably one of my favorite parts of The Doctor Falls. Sorry, we're jumping into that now, but I just have to say it. Um, You're jumping to the bit where, yeah. where he gives her a, where he gives her a, where they're having a hug and he pulls back and says, you know what, that was really quite beautifully done. So thank you very much. And then just, you see the, this, dagger in it just that and she's dangerous again she's dangerous to herself yeah. which is bizarre and then obviously what happens after that um leaving it quite wide open <laughs> i guess you know you never know that that john sims going to turn into michelle gomez it could be it could be somebody in the middle a john hurt could be <laughs> jonathan price <laughs> yes perfect <laughs> pa- paging mr roberts um my question is um the the master's name Razor. Is it a reference to the fact that he's having to have to keep shaving twice while he's wearing that mask? <laughs> no, it's not. It's I was not. trying to work out whether, whether it was. Has it got any reference? Is it just a? Is it just a thing? Is there some clever clue yeah, that it's we not missed? Like, you know, James Stoker or um, Sir Giles Estrin. Uh, what are the other oh, ones? Sir Giles Estrin. Uh, no, just Razor, I suppose. You know, cuts he sharp. cuts, and he cuts in the most in the cuts in the most subtle yeah. way. It's just, it's just a, mm. yeah. So, anything else to add about um uh, to add about <laughs> world enough and time? I keep having to look back at my notes because I because keep wanting to say time enough in the world time, or time the world the is Rani not is, enough. Or time <laughs> in the rainy is not enough. Um, no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, I think world. that um, it was that classic moment where you know the um, the Doctor falls starts. It's very. We've seen this a lot, haven't we? Where it's like build, 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 mm. cliffhanger, and then we just go to a completely different random scene of like, what? Mm. Where are we? What is this um, in the village? The very lovely looking village, isn't it? It looks almost like it's a village that might be a in yeah. Wales. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, that's a very small village for four hundred miles diameter. Is it four hundred miles wide? That's a well, then it's diameter, it's oh, a circular shape. All right, got gotcha. you. Uh, um, that's a lot of land to be farming in a pretty non-technological way. Was it one of the rules of the spaceship? You know, they have super, super technical stuff at the front, and then everything else had to be <laughs> progressively more arcane or right. archaic towards the end. I mean, the, 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 the shotguns had little whizzy lights on them, but there wasn't really a lot else going on. Is the general on. idea that when the people went from level one downwards they mm. kind of stopped at certain parts presumably and just sort of left or, and, or, then, and then some more people went down to further levels and then more people went down etc 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 i think you just have to populate it all the yeah. way down oh my mind's yeah. hurting um yeah and, and it seemed like there was only one Building well, two buildings: the barn and the schoolhouse. Did I miss something? Because it felt like a lot of it was half, half a yeah, half a barn. Half a barn yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and no windmill. But yeah, interest. Um, yes, it was pretty sparse. Um, but animals, um, and obviously you've got to have the shotguns for something, and presumably crows to scare away because they had mm. that scene. Um, 
Actually, I wasn't sure about that scene. It was uh, again. It, it looked like it was that was the the cold yeah. opening, wasn't it? And I thought, oh god, this is going to be another really grim one. Nervous glance at at Junior, who <laughs> completely skipped him. But we never saw those scarecrows again. That was it was odd. It was like a scene setter that didn't really mm. need. Did they? And to was be the there. idea that they're still alive, but just chained up? Right. I think so. Yeah, because one sort of lifted yeah. his head or her head or its head, but. Uh, you know, I, th- I think it was done more for the image and less for the plot. I don't know, Family of Blood did it better, I think, maybe. I did love the idea, like, the, the sort of... Like, Possibly Mark of the Rally oh, did yeah. it better. <laughs> yeah. um, I did love the shots of that sort of dusky, you know, with the Cybermen kind of stumbling through the fields, or the patients. Mm. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was very sort of Night yeah, of the Living Dead. absolutely. Um, yeah. And then, yes, the, and the striking image of, of the Doctor being held up by... Bill, um, in fact, I've got to say, rewatching that, all of that stuff with Bill slash Cyber Bill uh, was yeah. really good. I found myself welling up at certain points. It was really, um, it was really strong, in a really nice way of doing That's it. That's my three. <laughs> it's just you keep on getting your threes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's obvious that that if you're going to have Bill Pearl Mackey in in a full episode you give her the chance to act and she's never going to act under surgical no. latex and a, and a clown face, basically. So that was a really good conceit to get that. But my goodness, it was just mm. heartbreaking. Um, when when the master's just absolutely ripping into her um, and she said, I'm, what was saying? I'm, I'm, not not, upset. I'm not upset. You, you can't help thinking... Was that some sort of cyber conditioning? Is it like you know, the dark? Well, it's just the thing where you, start, you where see everything this they kind of say, into... saying, I'm not upset, and you're like, oh, she's okay. And then I think they do that, that screen wipe, and you suddenly see her, and she's basically in tears, hold, trying to yeah, hold it together. Yeah. Speaking of holding it together, Doctor mm. sort of regenerating throughout the episode. I, I'm really sick mm. of this. I'm, that's one thing I'd have to say is I'm really... The whole regeneration tease, and it really annoyed me in The Lie of the Land. I, I'm... Was I, yep. a little furious with that one because it felt like clickbait, basically, to to chuck something into the yeah, I, I think into the trailer. It, that's a bit of a gripe for me with the new series. Generally, is that the concept of regeneration has been much mm. abused and has lost its magic. The, the the process isn't part of it. It's what's yeah. next. I think the show used up its kind of using regeneration as a shock moment at the end of series four, right? With with was at the end of the mm-hmm. stolen earth, and you can only do that once, I think, because they tried to do it again uh, in the Impossible Astronaut, and again in day, like the episode later, Day of the Moon. God, I'd forgotten about that. Um, one. Yeah, and there was another. There's another one where. Yeah, well, this this air guitar, air guitar regeneration in time. Oh, but Doctor. that was yeah. But I suppose that was almost its own thing, wasn't it? But but like just using it outside of mm. the context of a regeneration episode and. I I don't know, it just kind of loses its... And this whole idea of him sort of fighting it again. Mm. Um, he gives some of his regenerative imagery to, to River as well in The Angels Take Manhattan. And she gives some to him in... Uh, yeah. what, was it, what was the one that she was in? Nazi Germany? Uh, uh, let's, let's Kill Hilda. Yeah. Yeah. And he gives some to Davros. Oh in... <laughs> it's been a lot. Very promiscuous with the regeneration. <laughs> <Really left. laughs> uh, well, yeah. 
<laughs> until the deal with China falls through. <laughs> uh, um, but when it comes to it, I mean, the, the idea obviously is, is that this time he's trying to fight it, he, and it's not an "I don't want to go," um, even though oh, we danced very, very closely. Um, it's more like he's saying, he's "I just want to die." It. Isn't that what he's saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a challenging thing. There's some really good speeches by mm. Capaldi in this episode. But yeah, if we didn't have regeneration for a while, <laughs> it'd mm. be a good thing. And yet, I wonder about the Christmas special. <laughs> Double regeneration, maybe? <laughs> At least. <laughs> um, returning to the episode, uh, I guess. Um, yeah, we sort of did talk earlier about the, the ship's time dilation effect. I wanted to say... Um, that I like the fact that we were in this world inside the spaceship and it just got on with it. Um, uh, again, Junior sort of said, but they're outside. And I was saying, no, they're inside. Look on the, you know, in the sky, there's writing. And he said, oh, there's just writing in the sky. And we, we talked about it. But it, when was the last time we had a world ship? It would be mm. the Ark, wouldn't it? Which, you know, the big reveal was a big reveal. And now, you know, as I say, blink and move on. It's, it's a solar mm. farm. Uh, and, um, you know, a nice way of changing the scenery. And my other thing there was, here we go again, it's the master and Missy dynamic, which um, I think you pretty much purloined all the good bits, John. <laughs> Apart from the fact, uh, and I was listening to um, Blue Box podcast this afternoon, they observed that the master, the, the sim master, doesn't do a hell of a lot this episode. No, neither of them do. And that's they a kind of, of just issue. sit around. Yeah, getting to know one another. Did Junior get way. the erection joke? Hopefully not. I don't oh, know right. if I did. <laughs> <Really? laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I try not to spot those ever since Chibnall had the, the master, uh, the Doctor uses sonic screwdriver in, oh God, what was that one? Was it Let's Kill Hitler again? What did he do? No, he's confronted by a naked woman or something and the sonic screwdriver rises up. <laughs> what? Says, oh, don't go there, don't go really? there. Really? Yeah. God, it's the Matt right. Smith one. I don't remember that at all. Mm. Um, Never mind. We clearly saw and didn't see what yeah. we did or didn't want to good. see. So, <laughs> all good. Um, but yeah, it is a shame. But it, the thing is, though, he was so good. The master being back mm. was so good that I kind of always can forgive the fact that really nothing happens. Because what do you what do you want mm. in this episode with Johnson? You wanted some good stuff with with Missy, and you're wanting some good stuff with the three of them together. Some good juicy bits, and they go to that great mm-hmm. opening bit with the whole. How have you? Di- how have you died? Have you drowned? I know you've fallen. Oh yeah, nice yeah. Line. Oh my yeah. god! I was listening to Radio Free Scarrow, just basically talking about fan wank, and how much there was in this mm. episode. Totally true. So much. Fan oh god! Service. Yeah. Like if you, I'm sure if you didn't know it, it would just wash over you. But oh my goodness, every other mm-hmm. line, every other moment. Yeah. Even stuff that I didn't realise, like with the whole Doctor, Doctor, Doctor companion flashback thing. I don't even think of Legopolis, but it's so Legopolis. Well, it's, and it's case with Androzani. There's a big Androzani flavour to that regeneration, where the Doctor is, well, in this case, he's not, he's hobbling. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, instead of running for four episodes, he's essentially doing the same thing. He knows mm. his time's up. Uh, and, um, I mean, obviously, the, the big debt... Um, to this episode is, is the 10th planet it hovers over both episodes and there's more to come presumably with the Christmas special 
Um, but yeah, lots and lots of fan service. And I have a feeling that, again, the Christmas special, he'll probably be emptying out that box. How many more loose ends has he got to tie up? Um, well, unless he wants to go with the Minister <laughs> of War. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, he's sort of... Who blew up the TARDIS? Do we, I've, we, I've, we, I've we lost count. Out now, haven't we? It was the silence, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it was hand hand, hand <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Um, what did you What did you think about um, Puddle Girl? The Deus Ex Lacrima is what I would call it. Thank you. It may be the title of this episode, or I may have a fit of common sense. Um, so here we are. Dad calls, and I get uh, uh, the news again. So it's lovely, and a WeChat. Um, and uh, I come back in and, and the missus resumes and it, things are getting a bit late because we're watching it terrestrially and it's getting, you know, half past eight on a, on a night before school uh, and Junior's still up. Um, so we sort of packed him off to bed and then back into the lounge and it resumes and what she's missed or what she's fast forwarded over is the whole scene with Heather. <laughs> so, it's like, so I finally watched it again the second time around by myself and you're like oh got it and it works but I don't know whether it works because it was designed to work that way or whether he sort of painted himself into a corner and said I've got it but yeah I mean there are tears the way through there's certainly a bit of foreshadowing I don't know how I would have saved Mm. Bill Uh, they certainly can't do the Danny Pink thing again you're right and I guess this is the best of both worlds. And, you know, it's a nice sort of circular effect. But it sort of leaves me cold a bit. And I talked about it a bit with Dave, and I think he was of a like mind. He just couldn't couldn't really process it. And he hasn't processed it since. He's probably just having a lively, lovely holiday. I watched, I watched it just literally an hour ago with my wife. And yeah. she, the first thing that she sort of said when Heather turned up was like, Huh? Like, it is a mm. very, like, what, what? Okay, so she's back. <laughs> if, they'd, if they'd threaded it a little bit more, like, if say, say if Bill had suddenly, mm. I don't know, halfway through a ep- random episode, the middle of the series, had just kind of c- cried for no reason or had, like, a tear for no reason, just something subtle, you know, to kind of mm. thread it through that this is still happening. But, I mean, it's, it was a bit of a, a, bit of a long throw, really. I, would have thought. I think we could have sacrificed few seconds of of the the master and missy dancing or we could have sacrificed the scarecrow scene i think there was actually a bit of trimming that could have been done in this episode and it inserted some comment by bill or some memory of bill to sort of Mm. set that up geez i'm not a writer so i don't know how you do it but yeah it didn't quite come from nowhere but when when uh, junior sat down to watch the the end of it because he 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 only got to the bit where the doctor said you know i'd hope there'd be stars Mm. Then I sort of sat him down and I said, do you remember the first episode? And he said, oh, the pilot. And I said, what happened? Uh, there was a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, so there was sort of enough in that conversation so he could sort of get by there. But even then I was sort of saying, and now they're both puddle people <laughs> and they can go and do what they want. Oh, okay. Puddle people flying around the universe. Puddle people. Yes. So, so, uh, so, will we see the return of the puddle of people? So, a sort know. of dead companion with mm. uh, a a hugely powerful figure that lasts forever, mm. flying around the universe together. Yeah. Kind of feel like I've never no. seen anything like it. No, it doesn't. 
stir any memories of anything. Again, uh, unfortunately, it, it, yeah, it did sort of, it evoked a lot of, we've seen this before. Mm. Again, it's been remarked by others, but um, the Doctor Force had quite a Trenzalore element to it as well. The Doctor defending yeah, a small yeah, yeah, village yeah. against. Yep. Yeah, this is where he's going to stake yep. his claim. Again, that really good speech, but he actually says this is where yeah. I'm going to fall. Gosh, I hadn't thought of that. Which is funny because I was the yeah. whole time through it thinking but, of this little village of people. I was like, why does this ring? I was trying to think what it reminded me of, but um, or even you know, or, or even Hell Bent at that where he's kind of standing, yeah. confronting, yeah, standing in front of essentially a village, a barn, barn, yeah. He likes his <laughs> barns just <to> office. <laughs> um, yeah, and and had I, had you already picked the first Doctor? Had you picked that that was Antarctica? Um, I don't know how I did, but I, I think ever since the, the cold, cold opening, <laughs> I thought, eh, okay, so could this be? But how wonderful. It was, it was a lovely exchange between Bradley and, and Capaldi. And, um, he's not Hartnell, but that's ah, good to see him again, isn't it? Um, I, Go yeah, on. I, yeah. I'll look forward to the Christmas special. I I I, uh, I don't know. I I <laughs> I love the idea of it. I love the nostalgia of it. And as a fan, mm. watching it going, ah, oh, this is just all your Christmases come at once, so to speak. Um, uh, rewatching it a second time, maybe it was because I'd also heard the rumor about the first Doctor or David Bradley. Way back, at the, almost at the very beginning of the series, mm. I think. I think even in the somebody mm. mentioned it about what's in the vault. One of the suggestions was it was the first Doctor, for some reason. Um, so it's been flying around for a while. So again, it's one of those. If we hadn't known, would it have been amazing? It would have. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I, I, I would love to. Do you, do you know what? Do you remember back in the good old days of like series four? Or series two, series two, <laughs> Daleks what? come out of the out of the void. Didn't know the Daleks yeah. were coming back. That's amazing. Series yeah. four, Doctor regenerates at the end of the season cliffhanger. What? Like you yeah. never found out those things. I just, uh, and I don't even think that I was particularly looking for spoilers this season either. It just kind of they just popped up or got announced by the BBC. Yeah, yeah. which I, I wonder whether it was a bit premature because I think. Well, I don't know. There's, there's probably a class of fan who cannot help themselves. Mm. And there's a class of fan who are, spoilers be damned, I'm just going to, I just want to know everything. Just tell me everything. But there's another class of fans who don't want the spoilers and are self-disciplined enough to sort of avoid social media and avoid the news sites. And yeah, it can be done. I don't know if the BBC really needed to um, to show their hands so very, very quickly. <sighs> but, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. We don't know what goes on in Cardiff, do we? So, no. Um, so Nardol, Nardol's um, arc finishes as well. You got any thoughts there? I thought he was a lovely little addition to the series. I mean, you could mm. easily take him out. I don't think there was any particular moment in the season where he needed to be there. But thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it just gave it, the season a bit of like light relief bit of whimsy he he had some really good scenes as well like some actual proper good 
you know, acting your chops off scenes rather than just being... There was a quite a funny scene in, was it, World Enough in Time where the gun's pointed at him and he does a very, very sort of... <laughs> little, little Britain kind of scared reaction, which was yeah. great. But I mean, I, I thought he was... I thought he was lovely. I would... I would not uh, take him out of the season if I had the choice. No, I've 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 liked him in it. I um I like the table scene. <laughs> the sort Clink. of fumbling seduction. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and the sort of stoic resignation that this may well be his fate. Yeah, it's interesting. Again Nadal's kind of in an um, interesting situation though, because they're only five floors up. And below them. Mm. You know, time is moving very quickly, and there are still Cybermen down there. And even Doom. says it. So yeah, yeah, interesting one. And and even in the unlikely chance that there's more than one shuttle for the whole ship, um, the closer they get to one, the closer they are towards the black hole. And you wouldn't want to be on the outside of that spaceship mm. next to a black hole. It's it's pretty mm. grim. And I haven't seen anything sort of as doom laden as that since the last time I watched a Romero film. It was yeah. Ah, but there are daffodils um, where he is. So, you know, that's a good... And a windmill. There were. Yeah, well, there was hey, a windmill. Did you, did you initially think that the little girl was Bill? Oh. No. Um, <laughs> that was my but, first thought. Um, you did. Which is, it's going to be Bill. How's this going to work out? Um, but no, yes. No, I didn't. It was um, the hair. Uh, yeah. Hey, just quickly to return to the, to the master. Um, mutually assured destruction. Yes. Masterly issue of destruction. Master. <laughs> okay, that beats Deus Ex Lacrima. <laughs> um, uh, it was lovely, beautiful symmetry to it. A, 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 one of those things that sort of does your head in. Again, I've, I've sort of read fan reactions to it, and they're sort of saying, well, now, now, the Missy, now Missy will know that she shoots herself in the future and she's got to be wearing a bulletproof vest. But she genuinely did seem surprised yeah. <laughs> when she got shot. And you're supposed to buy into the fact that she doesn't remember because they're together. They have that sort of um, amnesia mm. effect like the doctors do when, when they get together. Now, she's supposed to be part of a burning landscape now, and she looked pretty dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very... Um, in the episode, it's quite... They, they cut away from her quite quickly. Like, as in, mm. her, sort of, if it is her death scene, um, it's kind of played quite fast so and she did end on to the next thing yeah, so either yeah, they're doing no that sort of... deliberately to sort of give some ambiguity to hey she might not be dead do you think Michelle Gomez will ever come back well she said that's her lot um, but never say never yeah. and we, we don't see a lot of time lords die so mm. they're pretty hard especially the master mm. <laughs> he dies a lot but you're never really, really sure <laughs> Would and you even do then, that with to your some... own. Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, but some sort of cackling his way down in the in the uh, the lift. Um, yeah. And now he's got a dematerialization circuit. You know, he he's a beautifully rendered dematerialization circuit as well, <sighs> wasn't it? <laughs> I I don't I don't I'm not one to punch the air, but I was just sort of. Yes. I, oh my God, I really would. If rubber toe replicas do a dematerialization circuit replica, I'm getting it. Mm. Wouldn't it be perfect? I've always wanted one of those. Well, I've actually always wondered where the prop went, the original prop. Like, who has it? 
Do you chucked in a bin like like John Levine's Yeti? Yes, but rescued. Yes, yes. Hey, so that's um that's pretty much it from me. Um, I uh, overall of the two, what was your, was your favourite episode? Well, consults notes. Well, <laughs> or Doctor Falls, which between the uh, two, the time of the Doctor. Uh, no, I, I <laughs> would say that World Enough in Time, just for the, just because it was such a lovely surprise, because we'd had a pretty yeah. rough run up until that point, mm. really, um, for a few weeks. So that was just really beautifully shot, great atmosphere, good cliffhangers. Mm. Wish I didn't know what they were first beforehand. Um, mm. And I'd say, you know, the Doctor Falls, actually, if you put the two of them together and it's one thing, it works fine. It works fine. But I would say World Nothing Time, yeah, definitely out of the two. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think we're, we're we're probably not yet over the bump of the two-parter finale. Um, you know, getting a seamless transition between the mm. two. The Doctor Falls to me, as I said before, it just felt like there was an awful lot being packed in there. Mm. Um, and, you know, the feeling of tying up things, tying up Bill, tying up Nardo, tying up Missy. And bringing an old master back, and there's the Doctor's regeneration, and the origin of the Cybermen, and yeah, well, mm. hey, but uh, actually, that was my one <laughs> for that episode. Is is that they do explain that quite nicely? That, that sort of parallel evolution around the universe. I like that idea. In fact, we did talk about it, Dave and I, in in our Cybermen episode. That uh, um, that it's it a, just happens. Yeah, it just mm. happens. It's inevitable. Um, Which is actually maybe not like even more scary. It's like, it oh does. God, it's not just a one-off. Absolutely, yeah. yep. yep. It can happen uh, in absolutely. Marinus. It could happen in Marinus, <laughs> and apparently has yeah. now. Grant Morrison's bonkers <laughs> throwaway strip, his only strip for DWM, is now canon. <laughs> but at least we get, you know, we get Frobisher out of it. So you know, it's win-win. I know. I wonder if that's Chibnall's yeah. brave, brave new bold idea. <laughs> the BBC went for oh, bring it on bring it on <laughs> so moving on um, another feature for uh, Beyond the Sofa is uh, bringing something to the table this week um, so this is an opportunity to present something a little bit off the uh, the beaten track um, of, of Doctor Who and uh, tell us a bit about what you're sort of getting into or what you're about to get into or what you've been enjoying recently so I can start with mine um, which is a book I'm intending to read. Um, but I heard about it through the Mega City Book Club, of all places, which is a, a book club of 2000 AD-related uh, graphic novels. But it's a book called Scarred for Life. Have you heard of it, John? No. Okay, so Scarred for Life is an e-book by Stephen Brotherston and David Lawrence. And it's about um, growing up in 1970s Britain. Specifically, it's about the sort of the visual media... Um, that kids grew up in the day and, and the, the usual things that you might expect. So there's the Tomorrow People and there's the Doctor Who um, and there's the, the the more lurid action comics like Action Comic in 2000 AD. But there's also the the, the movies, there's Watership Down, uh, there are, there's music and um, there's this tremendous wealth of folksy horror, um, kid alt type series like uh, The Owl Service, uh, and and uh, the ghost stories for Christmas series, and all of the um, the, the the British safety ads, which um, a lot of them are on YouTube, and they're utterly chilling. Ah, uh, um, there's the um, what to do in a nuclear war. 
Oh, well, even, you know, the dangers of playing near railway lines and water. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. Uh, so Scarred for Life is available on Lulu. Um, it's 740 pages. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's available on paperback, but also as a PDF. Um, and for 10 New Zealand pesos, that's a pretty good buy. So a friend bought it, and he's uh, chewing his way through it. But it just looks fantastic. And um, the good news for him and for me is that that's volume one. So volume two is going to cover the 80s, which, again, a subject dear to my heart is, is nuclear angst. And um, uh, I guess there's you know, the AIDS panic as well. And so uh, this is a wealth of great stuff to dip into. Um, so that's, that's mine, Scarred for Life. Well, you got anything, Jono? I do. Um, well, actually, can I just do one little mini Doctor Who thing, uh, which I'm reading at the yeah. moment, which is um, Rob Sherman and Toby Haydock's um, Running Through Corridors. Mm-hmm. Have you read those? No, I've heard really good things about them. So they released after God knows how long. It, it seemed like an eternity. They did the 60s, and then they released the 70s. I think it was the end of last year. Um, mm. And it's sort of been sitting on the shelf for a while, and now that I'm starting to sort of dip back into the classic who's as a you know occasional snack but they're great they're basically the the concept behind running through corridors is that in the gap year of 2009 this is literally how long it's taken them to write it they um said that they would watch two episodes of doctor who a day from the beginning of january to the end of december and um make their way from essentially an unearthly child to the last of tenants specials and wow. write about them. And essentially, at the end of each episode, write a little bit about it and fire it to the other person, and that person replies and you know, gives their impressions of the episodes. So the, the book is essentially broken down into individual episodes, and each of them writes about each one. And they're great. They're so good, because you, you can either watch the show and then read their parts about it and go, oh, yes, that's great, I'll go back. Um, or you do it the way that I'm doing it and read their impressions of a story and my god it makes you want to watch it i'm desperate to watch planet of the daleks now i've never said that ever what um, oh you should it's you know it's been it's been colorized oh, I've, it's, it's... I've definitely watched it before but never you know i would never go back but um just the way that they sort of go into each episode and particularly toby talks about a lot of the guest casts that are in there and interesting stuff about them and just you know thoughts on the story and the way that it's directed and it just it's really and, and generally a positive, but there's a lot of, you know, good critical writing in there as mm. well. So um, mm. it's really just made me want to go back and, and really devour these episodes again. Their, their take on The Three Doctors, which I always thought was, was great, The Three Doctors, was really good and sort of some real on-the-nose stuff about what actually yeah. is wrong with the episode, um, which is oh completely fair, actually, now in, in retrospect, looking at it. But, yeah. Um, What's wrong is it's not the target novelization. With that great cover, where it looks like they're sort of pulling spaghetti out of the Doctor's heads. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's my kind of um, Doctor Who one at the moment. Before we move on, uh, we've got a little bit of mail oh. um, in the past week. Uh, so JR, uh, JR uh, Southall <laughs> um, sent us a wee email. Now, you can email um, Beyond the Sofa at sofageddon at gmail.com. And he did this, uh, just reminding us, or in his words, just mentioning this because it's something you won't be able to sleep without knowing. Um, but magpies are crows, which was something that I was asserting 
um, to the negative uh, in our episode for Eaters of Light. Now, JR, you've already heard from Dave, but our magpies in New Zealand and Australia aren't crows. They're actually from a different species. Um, So Dave's response, um, his only defense is that we actually have different magpies here. And at the time of that episode, they probably would have been speaking Aborigine. It probably loses something in the way I'm reading it. Um, And he says, where's Tegan when you need her? But yeah, that's one of the strange quirks. Um, but look, thanks for getting in touch. And um, thanks for getting in touch, Jay. You're wrong. <laughs> but thank you. Anyway. And look, a, sh- a, a shout out to the Blue Box um, podcast. I've uh, been listening to the last few episodes, and it's a cracker episode they do for um, for the Doctor Falls. If you actually sort of want to know a little bit more about um, Nardole's arc over this this year, I'd especially recommend the podcast for that because they really go in depth. And uh, always lovely to hear from our listener um <laughs> if you want to contact us or follow us uh, we do have a facebook page we're the one that isn't about weight loss <laughs> and uh we have a wordpress blog uh which is so forgetting um and also a twitter at so forgetting um john uh, a wee pitch for uh, zeus plug? yes uh zeus plug season wrap-up will be out soon um mm-hmm. which will be great hopefully haven't recorded it yet <laughs> so who knows um and then after that, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, we've got a few months till Christmas, haven't we? So um, chances mm. are something will be popping up in between those episodes. Um, and if you want to check it out, we I have got a Facebook page also, Zeus Plug. Uh, we're at Zeus Plug on Twitter. And uh, you can download us from SoundCloud and on iTunes as well. Fantastic. And I hope you've got a very fiendish game lined up for the next episode. Yes. Yes, indeed. We might bring back Bruce, the father-in-law. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He is such good value. It was such a funny episode. Thank you so much um, for, uh, for for coming along, Jonah. It's been wonderful. Uh, and um, all the best for the Thank next you. episode. Pleasure to be here. And so with, with no further ado, it's good night from me. And it's good night from me. Good night. That was a long one.